and I'm trying to be a better husband. I'm trying to be a better father. And I want to be the person that when people look up at me and say, yo, I admire you. I want you to admire me, not just for my ability to teach entrepreneurship and business and stuff, right? So this is, this is one of the patterns and this is a struggle for me. It's not, it's not easy because if somebody does something to me and I don't like it, I have no problem never talking to you again. And three, two, one... You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. We are here live in Clearwater, Florida. Clap. It sounds like it's a lot of people here, but it's really, it's a good eight. You know what I mean? It is. So we are here. Um, Joe just flew in so we can record this episode because we got to record no matter what. And um, for some reason, I know Donnie's birthday, your your birthday's coming up, right? By the time this airs. Your birthday. How old are you going to be? It'll be my birthday. Good. Okay, so her birthday is coming up. Uh, she's seasoned. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, and you had the best, stop, you had the best year of your life, financially. Financially, yes. yes. How did that happen? I mean, um, first of all, how was your day? It was good. How was your week? Why not answering my interview questions? How was your week? My my week was amazing. What did I do this week? Um, yeah, we're in 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 Clearwater training and learning uh, this week. I'm excited about that. Um, just getting more clarity, getting more clarity. So after the thing that happened with me, mm. um, I, I I did lose motivation and inspiration for a good little bit. Well, for you know a week and a half or so. Where I don't. I, I don't want anything. I ain't had no goals. I'm not excited about the new year. I just, I'm just doing, I'm like just staying busy, but um, I'm getting my, I'm getting my sauce back. So I can tell this is probably why you have on the small wrinkled shirt. Well, you can see this wrinkle. Well, they, they wouldn't know that. They do the now. <laughs> anyway. Want to ask me about my week? Yeah. How was your week? My week was no, I really, I really want to know, like, I want to break down this, 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 this year, like how you feel like before your birthday. It's the best best year financially, right? And so we're sharing that together. Yeah. Right? We both hit our seven-figure years. We both hit our seven-figure years. Um, you did significantly more seven figures than I did. Yeah, but you're in a relationship, which we can applaud. You know what I mean? That'll never happen. <laughs> you feel me? You're happy. You're happy. So tell, tell, tell me about like the feeling of, because here's, here's the thing, in, in all seriousness. So a lot of people celebrate their birthday because it's their birthday mm-hmm. and not necessarily having accomplished much, mm-hmm. which I stopped that years ago, just celebrating, just to be celebrating. And I started only celebrating accomplishments. But what I was doing was so that I can celebrate my birthday I would set certain targets to hit. And if I hit the goal, then I would celebrate. So um, this would be a good year to celebrate because we hit some targets. And last year, um, hit some. I remember just having a really, really good year and I celebrated my birthday. But if there was nothing to celebrate, if I just had a very average year, I wouldn't celebrate my birthday. Mm-hmm. I just, just me. And I mean, that's, you know, that's not everybody, but, um, but you got a lot to celebrate. So I am really proud of you in all seriousness. Thank you. So yeah, we have a lot to celebrate this year. Um, number one. So at the top of the year, I created 30, uh, 42 goals. 
42 goals? 42 goals or I, it, goals or affirmations, things that I was speaking in to my life to happen this year. And I looked about two weeks ago and I have achieved 38 of them. Really? Mm-hmm. What are some of the stuff? On, maybe it's not like all 42. I'm, I'm sure they're not like major goals. But no, no, they're not all major. Of, so a lot of them are things uh, related to the woman that I needed to become. Like? Right. So, for example, um, we create these seven-figure goals sometimes, and it's just about the money. But we don't oftentimes focus on who we need to be in order for that to happen. So to become a seven-figure entrepreneur, I could not operate as a six-figure entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So that meant that I had one of my affirmations or one of my goals was to delegate to an executive-level position in my company. Hold on, say it again. Delegate to an executive-level position in my company. Delegate to an executive level. Mm-hmm. Meaning I have to staff that position. Oh, I get it. Delegate, delegate. to... Okay, I got you. Got you, yeah. got you, got you, got you. Which is really, really difficult for me. I don't know why um, I touched that. I don't know. Maybe you guys know, but most of us create businesses that we feel like are our babies. And the things that I consider to be important, I would always try to do myself. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, I would delegate, but very small tasks. This year, I had to learn how to get out of my own way because I was the bottleneck in my business. Mm. I was the person who was keeping it from going to six figures by trying to do everything that I thought were the important tasks that meant something. And so that's one thing. Um, I wanted to be more spiritually connected this year. Mm -hmm. So creating a regular routine of meditation, affirmation, prayer, uh, just having a morning routine. Um, that worked out well this year. I One of my affirmations was to have the ability to pay me, my mom, and my daughter's bills on time with ease. Mm. So I have been paying me, my with mother, and... Ease. That's with like, ease. That's a little adage right there. I want to be able to pay it with ease. I have been paying my, my mother and my daughter's bills for years, mm. but it hasn't always been with ease. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right? So I wanted to be able to pay those bills and... I thought about it, like everything is set up on auto pay. And I literally had to go into my Mercedes app to make sure, is my daughter's car note being paid? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even see it come out of my bank account. So that Mm -hmm. is like with ease, right? I don't blink at tuition. How much is it? I'm not worried about it. That was something very major. Um, I also uh, wanted to be better... One of the things that I wanted to do this year that I did not accomplish was being a better friend. No, no, I can't agree. I cannot agree. <laughs> you have been an awesome, awesome friend to me. So, so when y'all see, this is my best friend. So like, if you see me like roasting her, it's out of love. That's how I show my love. But you have been an, an incredible friend. So I can't, I can't. To you. Sign that up. But there are a few uh, day ones who would think otherwise. I got brand new, (laughs) right? And I did. I became a brand new person because I had to become something that I had never been before in order to get the results that I'm getting today. And unfortunately, that means that I had to have zero, zeroed in focus. And this was happening. It wasn't even intentionally that I planned for it. It was just what was required and I was willing to do it. So I told, I, you know, I, 
I didn't show up for my friends this year the way that I wish I had been able to show up for my friends. We're going to push that into next year now that I have some team, uh, more team and more systems in place. Um, But I didn't make a lot of birthdays. I didn't make a lot of brunches. I felt left out of a lot of stuff. So that's something that's important to me and I need to be a better friend. You and I have been able to be connected so closely because we're also business partners. So it kind of goes hand hand in hand. Um, What else are some of the things? Oh. Yeah, with the whole, here's the thing though. I mean, well, I guess, but it's almost like that goal would be contradictory to the other goal. Like it's conflicting. Either I'm going to do whatever it takes to have this seven-figure year or I'm going to do whatever it takes to be the best friend that I can be and you can't have both whatever it takes. It just, they can, they conflict. I agree, um, but it is still important to me to figure it out. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you think about the things that matter, money helps, but relationships mean a whole lot more. But I believe the right relationships will understand. Unless, and I don't I don't understand, yeah. I don't know the dynamics because it could have been do. some things that you could have made and he was like, oh, I'm just, For sure. I just don't want to. For sure. Oh, that's a different, yeah. For sure. There were some things I could have made and I chose to do work when I could have done work later, gotcha. okay. right? All right um, but yeah, I mean, I, I believe that my friends, my real friends understand the type of grind that I was on and the type of focus that I had to have this year. But it's still, their understanding still doesn't mean I don't feel a way about it. I got you. Yeah. So, ton of goals, ton of things. Um, Obviously, the seven figures, that was done. I I did it and didn't even know I did it. Mm. So, that was exciting. I was just so focused on uh, creating the impact and making sure that we had things in place so that we could service our clients and customers. So I know that we talked about it a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I got to run the numbers and see because I collect money earlier in the year. I was collecting money in different places. So um, I wanted to run the numbers and I wanted to make sure the numbers were accurate, right? Like including any disputes or chargebacks and things like that. So yeah, we hit the seven figures. Uh, We breezed through it actually. And so that's really awesome. Um, I can't think of Many other things um, right off the top of my head, but 38 of those 42 things are done. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, maybe, um, do you do you keep a running list? Mm-hmm. Do you, you kept a running list all throughout the year or you wrote it in the beginning of the year and then came back at the end like, oh, well, I did do that. that. So both. <laughs> um, I have a journal. I journal often. I've, I've fallen off of journaling a little bit, but I journal often. And in the beginning of every single year when I start a new journal, in the the first couple of pages, I usually reserve for my goals, my affirmations, things like that. And then in my bathroom, on my bathroom wall, and in between my mirrors, I have my post-it notes everywhere with these goals. So I see them every single day as I'm getting dressed, doing my hair, putting on makeup. I literally say these things out loud every single day. So I'm very aware Mm -hmm. of what they are. And um, I was standing there in the mirror one day and I was just looking at all the post-it notes and I'm like, man, I did that. Did that, did that, Mm. did that. So I brought out the journal. And so in the journal, when I write write these things down, it's always usually at the very end of the year. So I know what I'm focused on day one, Mm. but I do leave a page or two to add to that list. And I did add some things to the list because for me, this year was about becoming We talked about that last night. This year for me was about becoming, becoming the woman who I needed to be 
to reach certain goals, to hit certain milestones, to be in a relationship that I was happy with, to make the money that I wanted to make, to be the mom and the daughter that I wanted to be. It wasn't, it's just not a thing. You just don't make the money. You have to become something. Yeah. And so this year for me was about becoming in certain areas. That's dope. That's dope. I have, I, I need to create a list because I didn't necessarily relate, create a list. And I think um, some of the things that I wanted, and I, I don't know if this is right or not, but I, I do believe in setting goals, but if I'd have made a list of the things that I wanted to accomplish last year for this year, um, some of the things would have been so small, I think it would have kept me from accomplishing the things that I did accomplish. Mm. I would have never, I mean, I, I would have put like, I don't know, a Mercedes or, or a car mm-hmm. on there. Or I'd have said something like, if this was, if this was last year, if, if last year, I think last year I did maybe like 600,000. Mm-hmm. I'd have probably put like 800. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just something that I feel like I can do consciously to start mapping out, okay, how do we make that happen? Um, but now, I think some of the goals for next year is just, um, one, I do have a number in mind, but I got to get around different tables. And one of the things I have to accomplish next year is getting around a different, getting around tables of different colors. Because mm-hmm. all of my tables all of them. are like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like every table is just, and they're nice tables. They're nice tables with nice black velvet. It's, it's nice. It's nice. It's mm-hmm. nice. But I need to expand outside of um, the 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 circle that I'm comfortable. And I guess I'm comfortable with everybody, but uh, and, and I don't know how I'm going to do it. Though. Mm. Well, you've we're here, so you started the process, right? Um, and I want to counter what you said. If last year. I made six. My goal this year would have been eight. We set a number this year. We said we wanted to make a million dollars. But you know what? Right before we said that, what did AD say? Right before the episode, he said you need to go for 10. Go make 10. He said the best way to make a million dollars is to go make 10. Did you really go for 10 though? I didn't go for 10, but I did go for, I like when he said it, a million seemed so small. Mm-hmm. And then, and then in the, in the pursuit of that, you start getting around people who who go for 10. Yeah. Right? And if you're if you're around people that are going for 10, and I was just talking to my boy out there, and he said, you know, he'll do 10 this year. And, okay, this is what he said. He, he's going to do about 10 this year, and next year he's going for 25. That doesn't, not that it doesn't make sense, but how are you going to go from 10 to 25? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that plan look like? But the fact that a matter is, he's going from 10 to 25. Like, yo, this is a this is a big jump, meaning he understands there has to be something totally different. So I don't think he can put on his list, it, be a better friend. I don't it's know. It's important to him. It could if be be a, a better leader. But that's be, a huge, that's a huge goal to go after. It could be be a better strategist. True. Be a better CEO. Be a better marketer. But I think like, maybe you got to put the stuff that you're willing to give up. That's fair. I too. think in in one column. This is what I'm going to do. This okay. is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to put one column: the things that I'm willing, to, the, the the big goals that I want to go after, 
but on another column, the things that I'm willing to give up. And that's going to be a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Imagine people's names on that side or the things that you really, really love to do. And maybe it'd be productive. Like, okay, this is the goal, but I'm not going to drink all this year. I'm going to give that up, even though that's my thing that I do when I'm bored or when I'm comfortable. Or, And it's not even about like drinking is bad, but I think with every massive growth, there has to come some sort of sacrifice. And if you just identify the sacrifice early. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like the investment table that we train on. Whatever we're investing in, right, we have to make a deposit of something, whether it's time, mental energy, physical energy, whatever those things are. But along with those investments or those deposits, to deposit into one account, that means that there had to be a withdrawal from another. Mm. So when I create Mm. my goals, I am focused on the goal. I'm not focused on the parts that I don't want. So for example, those post-it notes that I have, all I need to see is what I want because I believe strongly in the power of manifestation. And so part of accomplishing goals is programming my subconscious mind to believe what I wanted to believe. So I need to see I have a seven-figure goal this year, a million dollars. I don't need to see um, I don't do one-on-one coaching anymore. I don't do that. I don't need to see what I don't need. Mm -hmm. I can think that through and write that down somewhere else. But when it comes to what I see every single day, I only see the result that I want. You know what I think I'm putting on my list? No more designer. I appreciate that. That's going to be the sacrifice. Yeah. For the whole year? For the whole year. Okay. So earlier today, uh, Neo, I think it was. I think. Because you know you see a nice sweatshirt? (laughs) You you see a nice, you see just a nice, it's a nice shirt. You know what I mean? Designer is relative. So that hoodie over there is, is designer. It's well, just not a... you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and, and again, it's not like, it's not, I'm going to stop buying designer for the sake of saving the money. But I feel like with, with every, every time I've ever like fasted something, I've seen growth or clarity of mind or, you know, something. Every time I, I'm willing to give something up. And I want to intentionally give up something. And maybe, okay, don't hold me to that. No, 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 no. So (laughs) whatever you give up has to be painful enough or it doesn't mean anything. So for example, you weren't in the room today. I believe you were in church maybe. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Neo, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, who challenged us to perform our next workshop activity or challenge activity. And he said, put a date on it, right? What's the date? commit. And if you don't commit to it, what are you willing, what's the consequence that you're willing to put on yourself? And so I literally said that uh, my, I I literally selected my performance date and my consequence is having to pay this guy $10,000 if I don't do it. Really? You want to see it? Oh, what's, okay, hold on. So what is it? What is it? Hold on, what do you, you got to do? Well, I don't want to say the dates, but I'll show you because I don't know when it's going to air. I'm about to show you. I'm going to let that out of this. Huh? How did I get left out of this? Well, because it will pain me to have to pay him ten thousand dollars. Would it pay me too? Yeah. Um, no, so when Neil was talking earlier, um better try to sabotage her. You know what I mean? No, okay. (laughs) So he said, What's the goal? 
I said, I'm having my first million dollar day mm. in March 2022. Okay. I'm going to have a million. I affirmed that I was going to have my first $100,000 day in November 2021. And I did it. Period. Had no idea how it would be done. Did it. Turn around two weeks later, did it again. Right. Never knew what would happen. Then. Hold on real quick. If you don't have the million dollar day, you owe me 10000 No, 000. that is not what this is about. So it's how what, about this though? No, listen. Okay, I got excited. Hold on, because he, he is a gold digger. I, I want everybody to know the reason that he's made so much money is because he's a gold digger. Okay, period. I would still push you to do it though. That's exciting. So I am going to have my first million dollar day in March. Mm-hmm. Day to be clear. Why am I doing this? We talked about why I'm doing this. Then. What is the penalty for not? That's oh, hard. when am I getting it? When am I doing it? will have a six, seven figure career opportunity in my company. Golly, that's hard. Yeah. Okay. So, why am I doing this? Why am I going for this? Because it's it's not about the money. And when you're when you're going for a monetary goal, strangely enough, it can't be about the money. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, one of the things that I wanted to do this year was to position my mom to never have to go back to work again. She wants to do whatever she wants to do. That's fine. But she never has to go back to work again. Done that. That's one of those things. Um, The second thing, uh, something that I affirmed was um, that I wanted to create a vehicle for generational wealth to occur. I literally see how what I do today can grow and evolve into generational wealth. And then one of the things that I also have on my board was um, creating a six to seven figure career opportunity for my daughter who's currently in college, right? Um, she is majoring in marketing. I am not sure that that's what she will ultimately do just because I knew my own struggles with college and completely changing directions, but I didn't have options. So I had to get out here and do a million things. Um, I'm like you, I have sold everything under the sun, tried everything under the sun. She won't have to do that. She's going to have a position waiting that's not like she's already doing the entry level work. So she'll be qualified for a six figure position upon graduation that should grow into seven figures. Anyway, so then he asked us to put a date on it. And I said, January 10th. Um, and if we didn't do it, I what's the penalty? Shans I'll give Shans 10 grand. If you don't do the challenge. If I don't do the challenge on this date. Oh, you're going to do the challenge. Bro. I am absolutely, absolutely. going to do the challenge. I need to set a list. Yo, you just looking at that list, like, reminded me. I haven't, I was, like, really set, like, wrote down my high-level list in a while. And I feel like we need to do that, like, even tonight. Let's do it. Can we, can, we'll involve food. Find out, what time is the place closed around here? Probably we just need to have a session where we just, like, write down the things that we're going to accomplish in the moment with other people because I want to look at, I want to make a list and I want to look at your list. And sometimes seeing somebody else's list helps you realize how small you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And not saying you need to do, you know, what somebody else is doing, but uh, it's something about just being in the environment of big thinkers. Yeah, for sure. And I really need to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. And even this list, like I'll hold it up to somebody else's list and it's going to seem so small. But these are the things that are currently, these are three things. He asked for three things and those are the most important things to me, right? I birthed that child and my mama birthed me. So that's the first thing that we're doing. But going into the next year, um, my focus is really heavy on continuing to build community. We do that very well. 
But I want to do more than just build community of people who pay me to be in my community, right? Um, I actually want to take my community and go into other communities. I mm-hmm. talked to you about this a little bit. Um, I had my very first inner circle meeting this morning and I threw the idea out of going to Ghana and like sponsoring, if it's still, please don't eat me up in the comments if I'm wrong about this, but like sponsoring a village or a community, like okay. doing something villages. that Do they? makes they villages, in Ghana? villages, right? Tribes. <sighs> I'm just, it's just, I'm just mad that that's your goal based on like something you've seen on TV. You know no, I mean? no, it's not. So I, I see, I see, yes. No, I think, I think, what's the name? I think Jeremy, Jeremy, what does Jeremy do? He goes to he South Africa. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it all the time. Like a good friend, a mutual friend that we have, David Imanitia, has gone like to Nigeria mm-hmm. and like bought shoes for an entire village of children. Mm. Um, I want to, I am creating, like with what I do every single day, with what we both do, we are creating impact leaders. Yeah. And it's it's important to impact within our communities, right? But it's also important to take a percentage of that and give back, like on, for a much larger mission. That's right. And, um, Real quick, I have a nonprofit. Do you want to give to my nonprofit? Let's talk about it, sure. I'm asking you right now. Yeah. $10,000 donation? Oh. And you can write it off. I have a nonprofit. What you don't have a nonprofit. I do. Actually, it's a registered 501c3? I have two. Hey, and real quick, y'all, if y'all wanna if y'all have like a tax burden, just let me know. You can give to a nonprofit. Anyway, um, no, yes. So that that that's important. And ideally, um, what I focus on, and here's the crazy thing, it's it's like kind of a tax strategy, but um, it pushed Real me quick into, before you do that, just to let you guys know, I introduced the concept of going into these other countries um, with chance to build community and create massive impact. And his response was that the flight was too long. I just want you to know who your leader is, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first off, the flight is like four. No, no, you didn't say. You I didn't said it was say like, like 20 that. something hours. You said, I have a inner circle mastermind. You have an inner circle mastermind. Let's take our inner circle mastermind to Ghana. I'm like, no, let's go to Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? Mexico. You know, so we're closer. I don't like, I don't like them long flights. Is it the same? It is not the same impact. You literally... What do you mean it's not the same okay. impact? How far is Haiti? How far is Haiti? Two hours? Three hours? If the, oh, no, I'm with that. Let's just do Haiti. I don't know if you could do a mastermind in Haiti. No, no, okay, so but, don't, don't, but listen, don't I would be, like for that mission location to have a Ritz Carlton. I was about to say, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. She want to be. She want to go somewhere I'm where it's playing. like I'm joking. I'm where joking. It's high le- She's not joking. She wants to go somewhere that's high level, and then you can go down the street somewhere and like give it to the kids to come back to the Ritz. You know what I mean? I know your game, but she didn't. She didn't put it that way. She said, "Let's take our mastermind together and go to God." I'm like, eh. But Haiti is cool if. No, I don't. I wouldn't take the mastermind to Haiti. I don't think uh, Haiti a mission trip for sure, huh? Jamaica. So we proposed Jamaica, yes, and Mexico, things of that nature. Not Mexico because Mexico is an overvisited it's podcast. Nice. People, it's nothing against well, Mexico. It's Mexico. just over uh, earlier this year. It's an overvisited, overexposed 
location and I want to go somewhere that doesn't get a lot of spo- exposure but has a lot of need. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to Ghana. That's cool. St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. As long as the flight ain't super long, I'm with it. And then, Cole, you'll have your mastermind by then, so we can all do it together. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yes. She's putting together the trip. Yep. No Ghana. Nothing wrong with Ghana. I just don't want to fly that. I'll, I'll send some love to Ghana. But anyway, it, it's, it's, it, it, it sparked something because <clears throat> I have this nonprofit that I haven't done anything with uh, for a while. Hmm. But before, I was, we were in the schools like twice a week. Like We would take all these entrepreneurs and go to the schools like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, it just kind of got lost. And I got, you know, focused on, you know, building certain things and then COVID hit. So we couldn't do anything through, you know, kind of 2020, 2021. And I think I established it in 2019. But my objective, and I'm putting this on the goal, is we're going to buy a building Mm -hmm. where we're going to be able to um, just bring kids in to learn entrepreneurship for free. Now, obviously, there has to be a part to make money. So we'll, we'll make money from the building, but... The nonprofit is going to own a building and I actually identify one and I'm putting in like 60% of the money. Mm. So it and it works because it's it's a tax um a tax benefit for me, but I, it's forcing me to kind of get back into, you know, going to the schools of the Black Wall Street tour. It's called a Black Wall Street tour where we bring black business owners to the schools to talk to the kids about entrepreneurship. And it was so impactful. There was a guy in the bank um, a couple months ago and he said, man, you came to my school four years ago. He said, I remember everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm working my entrepreneurial business and I get that all the time. Not all the time, but every couple months I'll, I'll run into a student in Atlanta. They're grown now because we made that impact. So mm-hmm. we're going to kick that back up. You came, right? Yeah, if, every, if, you, if you live in Atlanta and you know me, you probably came to the schools with me. So we're going to kick that back up because it's needed. You know I have I mean? a question. What's so up? you literally 7X'd your income. Who said that? Chill, chill, fam. <laughs> Yo. You're doing too much now. You're doing too much. What are you, but what, yeah, let's talk about something else. What are you doing for tax planning? What are, you, what are some of your tax planning strategies? Ooh. Um, so, man, um, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot, uh, when it comes to deductions and, you know, things of that nature. Interesting enough, I'm on this call. It's called, uh, I was on a call with a guy. He has a company. They do something easement. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what that is? So for one, for one, we need to buy some land. Because, like, farmers don't necessarily have to pay ta- pay taxes. Mm-hmm. But it's called, hold on, I'm going to uh, pull it up right now. But what happens is, it's, so, and I don't want to, okay, let me, let me just, let me just, just pull it up. It's called um, conservation, conservation easement. Mm-hmm. So they have this company where um, you can put money into, it's an investment, but you don't necessarily get money back from the investment. But let's just say you'll put in $200,000 into this conservation easement company. And the, the company, the whole objective is to preserve land. And Donald Trump has been doing it for years. And they put money into the um, 
to the preserving of certain land. Mm. But when you put $200,000 into it, you get huge tax breaks for it. And it might be like two and a half times. So it might take a million dollars off of, um, and I'll actually give you some numbers real quick. So this particular investment, oh, so it's like, it's like 5X or something like that. So mm-hmm. you might put $200,000 into this, this easement and it takes a million dollars off of your um, adjusted gross income. So I don't know a whole lot about it, but I just had, that's where I was at. We had this whole presentation where he's going through the laws and how it's legal, but they're trying to stop it or something like that. I don't know. But conservation easement is a strategy that wealthy people have been using for years, but um, it has to be the right one because they can't just preserve some land that doesn't have oil and they can't you know, put no water on it or nothing like that it has to be an actual thing. So um, some people are getting in a lot of trouble for that. So we're just, we're just going through. So that's your strategy? Tra- um, it's a part, it's a part of the strategy. You know what I mean? Or solar. Solar is, is like some of the same. Like if you could put your, if you put your money into certain investments that mm-hmm. are, um, are, uh, that the government is pushing an agenda on, then, you know, you kind of, you save money on taxes. How do you feel? Um, how do you feel emotionally as it relates to your taxes sick. right now? Sick. I'm sick. Why? Because I had all these plans for the like you like to see the money in your account. And then you realize that you got this tax burden and they're like, yo, you gotta, you gotta give that to Joe. Joe Biden won his money. So you got to try to figure out all these little things within the law. And then you talk to certain people and they're going about it in real, um, in ethical ways, right? So shouts out to Mitch. Mitch is like, yo, I'm just not unethical? that guy. Un- ineth- unethical? Mm-hmm. Unethical. That's what I said, right? what I say? Inethical. <laughs> Why is your business? <laughs> but Mitch, he, Mitch is, uh, shouts out to Mitch. He's like, yo, I'll help people with their, you know, I've, I've helped people save a lot of money but I'm not the guy that's going to play in that gray area, right? right? Where you're trying to write off your clothes and stuff like that. You're going to jail. You can't do that. You can't do that. Like, what about my shoes? Because I'm on a podcast and I got to, no, it's not, it's not, it's just not legal. So, um, but I, I, what's really cool is I'm learning a whole, whole lot because you ever wonder how these like super successful people, like these billionaires, like your Donald Trump, you see all this kind of stuff and you see that they don't pay taxes. It's just that they understand the law. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're doing anything wrong. It's just they understand the law. And the fact that I'm going through this is a really exciting journey of understanding how the wealthy stay wealthy. When you start having these conversations about trust and there's rights, there's good trust and there's, um, you know, there's complex trust and simple trust and, 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 and irrevocable and revocable. Then you have nonprofits that are public. Like I have a public nonprofit where you put the money in the nonprofit, but you have to do what's in the bylaws for that particular nonprofit. But then you have private nonprofits where you can put in money and you could buy real estate, you could invest and all that kind of stuff, but it's still a nonprofit. But the public nonprofit, you can put in like 50% of your money in that nonprofit and do something with it, but you can't get it out. The public, private nonprofits, like 30%, but I'm just learning all of this stuff. So it's an exciting journey. I do got to give a lot of money to Joe, but I think it is what um, it is. the I'll, good news is I didn't I didn't spend the money that I made, hmm. so I, I don't I don't be out here spending. I spent a little bit, but Looking what I'm saying is it's 
Yo, there's there's some people out here that make a lot of money, but they spend every dime. Mm-hmm. And it goes so hard because they spent it all. And then they make some more, but then they spend it all and the habit stays the same. So I have like, I'll, it was almost like every single month, I'm putting money into crypto and in stocks mm-hmm. and in some sort of investment vehicle mm-hmm. that I can go get. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm excited about that. So I'm excited too. Um, in in the upcoming year, I one of my focuses is also putting a team of advisors around me to teach me what to do with my money. Yeah. Uh, because at this point, I know how to make it right yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Um, multiplying it on a bigger scale, and I'm not talking about creating another offer or another product. I'm talking about multiplying it true passive income, uh, investing it, protecting it, (laughs) and keeping it. Uh, I want to put a team of advisors uh, around me. I have been interviewing um, for quite some time for a CPA. And there are so many people who are really skilled at what they do, but are still not giving me the answers that I think I'm looking for. Yes, like, levels. I need to know Ross Perot's strategy. How did this man make a billion dollars and pay a dollar in taxes? Yo, I'm on the line with the guy today and he said, um, Bill, uh, not Bill Gates, um, Warren Buff, either Warren Buffett or Bill Gates is like the largest landowner in the world or something like that. And he'll ne- Bill Gates, he don't have to pay taxes. But we don't we don't know this stuff. And like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, mm-hmm. we think, oh, well, they're billionaires and they're being philanthropists. When no, it's a tax strategy. That's why I think it's important to grow with the money. Because some people will just make the money and we want the money to grow. But if you don't grow with the money, the money will eventually come back to whatever level you're on. Yeah. So you have to continue to grow. That's why I'm real. I am excited about this tax burden and the money that I have to pay for taxes because I'd have never learned some of this stuff. And now obviously it's crunch time, it's end of the year. But now I know that uh, in the very beginning of the, like it's, it's getting me like more innovative. I'm setting up one of my streams of income. I'm going to open, I'm opening up another bank account and I got to pick one of the streams of income that I have and that's going to a separate account and it's only going to taxes. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to, I don't even necessarily like need to, you know, take money, a chunk out every quarter or whatever. But if I have, let's say, I don't know, my YouTube money, mm-hmm. right? YouTube money is, that's, you know, a, a, a nice income that I don't necessarily need the money every month. But if it goes to a separate account, I know at the end of the year, if I didn't touch it, that will happen. Oh, let me see. But doesn't that, that just increase care? your tax liability? No. I mean, you're going to make the money anyway. But what I'm saying is, if I say, for instance, I'd already put aside $300,000 mm-hmm. like in an account. I didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Well, I just take that money because it's in my head, it's already sectioned off and I haven't been looking at it all year. I just take that money and you pay your taxes. Right. So you're not talking about creating an additional stream that's going to bring in new money because that's just going to increase your tax liability. Well, I'm going to make more money for sure, for sure. next year. But I'm just saying, and I think all of my streams did, it's not like all of the streams like that, but 
the objective is to, for the stream to grow. Mm-hmm. If the stream grows, then whatever is going into that particular account will grow with the income and I just pay my tax. That's just kind of the thing I got. Y'all remember head. when we used to be trying to find strategies like to increase our tax refund check? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I like, back. yo, I'm claiming her this year, okay? <laughs> what about, I didn't get enough back. What can you do to make mm-hmm. sure I get more money back? And now it's like you've learned that if you're getting a tax refund, you are playing the game all wrong. Yeah. Like you're playing the game all wrong. So for those of you who are looking for tax return, tax refunds, wealth is not your strategy right now. Yeah. But yeah. on the flip side of that, my mom asked me, so I just shared with my mom and my daughter both that we hit the seven-figure goal uh, a week ago. Oh, really? It hasn't even been a week yet. So I kind of had been knowing it. I just haven't wanted to like look at the numbers because I didn't want to just slide in, right? I wanted to hit it, hit it. <laughs> So I was waiting and we had a conversation when we went our last business meeting. And I'm like, let me let me look at this stuff and really put things into perspective. Oh, real quick, because um, tomorrow's the 15th and you were supposed to finish something for that, from that business meeting, speaking of which. And I want to say enough, you ain't bring it up. Is it done or? Is it the 15th? It's tomorrow. It's a couple hours. Is it the 15th? Proceed. That's a no. <laughs> so we have answer. a third party who's handling this thing that he's talking about and I will check in with said third party on the 15th as I fire agree. You. Okay, you fire me. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold Anywho. on. How's your situation going, Joe? Mm. Uh, no. Where's your mic? Where's your mic? Okay, so how's it going? Because we talked about something. He's looking real uncomfortable right now. No, I'm looking real confused right now. Can we talk about a lot of things? The Patreon. Oh. It's How's growing. it going? It's growing. It's not there yet. What's the goal? What was the goal? 150? Bye. The, 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 Bye. the mic, the mic, mic. Yeah, I don't want to touch because it's going to make a noise. It, I can, I can, oh, you hear it? Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, it's 150 by the end of January. So, Joe, just to put it out there, you, you cool? You talking about it? I mean, we're talking about it now. Well, we're here already. <laughs> we're here. While we're on the subject. So, and here's, here's what I want from... Everybody in everybody around me, I want excellence and I want to be pushed to excellence. Mm-hmm. So I we we have a good uh, relationship where I push you, you push me. Um, and Joe has the situation where he gets a how much you make from the Patreon? How much? Thirty percent. Thirty percent. So I said, Joe, you're recording this podcast. Yo, bro, if you set up the Patreon and you can kind of run the thing and you can grow it, he has access to my Instagram account so he can use my Instagram account as much as he wants to. He has access to my text account. He can he knows he can email Jen and just notify people about Patreon. So people can pay between 5 and $40 a month for Patreon, for behind-the-scenes stuff, so upload episodes early, things of that nature. And I'm like, Joe, 30%. This is earlier in the year. But I'm noticing that the Patreon isn't growing. But initially, what'd you say to the Patreon lady said? There should like it's one percent of the following or something? One percent total of your Instagram following. So hmm. I she said the average would be, the average would be one percent 
What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal then it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. 
in the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Of uh, Instagram following. So I got 220,000 followers times 1%. So we should have 2,200 people in the Patreon based on what he's saying to me. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, The support is appreciated, okay? Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. So he's excited. He's, you know, posting. He's like, hey, Dave, man, you got to put the Patreon out there. Talk, talking about the Patreon. Side note, if you're not following the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Please subscribe to the podcast, even on the audio side. If you're watching this on YouTube, go into your, your app on Apple and Spotify. Subscribe, rate, please. Thank you so much. And share it. And share it. Absolutely. So there's going to be 2,200 <laughs> people in the Patreon. <laughs> I look, a, I look maybe a, a month or so ago, and it was like seventy. But we had it for the year. We have the top rated entrepreneurship, po- the top black entrepreneurship podcast in the country. We're in the top fifty of business podcasts in the country. And we have this Patreon where you get behind the scenes stuff. You get early episodes, ad-free episodes. You get discounts on apparel and all that kind of stuff. And Joe wasn't doing anything. You have anything to say for yourself before I keep going? Do you? So I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, okay. So I, I realized that Patreon is a good opportunity to make some money. And because you're running it for your 30%, you can just keep collecting off of the 70 people that we have, which is what it equates to what? How much you been making a month about? Uh, give or take about extra 300. Extra $300? Mm. So extra, give or take about extra $300 a month. 
And he was talking about his financial goals. Like, yo, I want to get to $10,000 a month. I'm like, yo, at 30%, like how many people do we need in the Patreon? You have a, a golden opportunity. We got a big brand, very powerful brand. You get 30% of that. And I was like, Joe, it feels like I'm now losing money because I know if I go promote it, we're going to grow it to that 2,200. Easy. But this is your responsibility. So I told Joe. Mm, this is what he could be making. For easy. He can make a hundred. Off of this podcast and being able to like really give people the experience at a Patreon, this could be a, a six-figure income for you. A hundred percent. So I'm starting to think, I'm like, yo, this, I, I don't even know how much I'm making from it, but I know it ain't a lot. I think <laughs> I see like $1,200 come in or something like that. I'm like, yo, Joe, what's up to Patreon? He's like, I don't know. Just, I'm like, okay, Joe. I said, how, so we, we got to work something out. Okay. Because you're getting 30% right now, but you need, I need to see some work ethic. You got to grow this thing. I asked Joe, I said, Joe, what number do you feel comfortable? Like if you put some work in, you can grow it to this many people in Patreon by December, by January 1st, January 31st. Huh? I don't think I said that, but let's just say end of January. Because we had a conversation right in December. Mm-hmm. There's no way possible that I could grow it that fast. Really? No, here's the thing. I didn't give him a number. I said, yo, I want you to really work at it. How, mu- how, how big do you think you can grow it by this day? Let's just say January 31st. So he comes up with a number, right? You came up with a number. And I think he said... I gave you three numbers. Well, I think it was two numbers. The first number you gave me, and I just asked him, I said, that number, do you think it's going to cause you to stretch? And what did you say? No. He said no. I said, do you want to go for a stretch goal? And he said, yeah. So he came up with a number. And I said, well, here's what's going to happen. Either... If you hit this number, then this agreement, we can keep in place 30%, no problem. But if not, if you don't hit the number that you came up with, I'm just going to pay you per month to manage it. But I'm telling you, if I pay you per month, you're going to be sick at what I do with it. Sick. So I just I just thought to ask just now and check on it. So do you want to tell your side of the story or is it is it the same? You did your thing. Can somebody close that door for me? I'm sorry. What do you have to say, Joe? Where are we at? What's, what's up, man? Talk to, talk to me, man. What's happening? Um, in all honesty. That's all I need. Yeah, all yeah. honesty. That's all I give you. In all honesty, I just believe, like, I just, I'm not, I don't know, like, my economic on my disc is not super high. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not driven by money. Yeah. So, I have to find a different motivator to get me there. And I'm trying to figure out what's my motivator. Besides, of course, my reaching my financial goals, of course. But it's like, I believe there's something inside of me that I have to figure out that'll be my economic motivator. Mm-hmm. And I'm still trying to figure that out, to yeah. be honest. I don't know what my economic motivator is because I know I want to grow, to make $10,000 a month and all that type of stuff. It looks good. It sounds good. But I'm still trying to figure out what's the driving motivator that's going to say, yo, this is the thing that you need to do every day, every morning, every night to really get you there. So maybe it's not the money. Maybe it's what you could be doing with the money. There are some situations that could change. Like the number that you should be making, 
if we were just at 1%, would be close to like $8,700 a month. Right now you're doing like 300, right? So then if money isn't the motivation, if seeing those numbers in your bank account isn't it, maybe write down why you're pursuing any goal. Who is this for? Who benefits? And so then now when you're not doing the work, you could say, this is for a parent. This is for my sister. This is for whatever is very important to you. And you not doing the work is saying, well, me doing whatever else I'm doing is more important than my sister, my family, my this. So what what's the thing? What what could change for you right now with an extra eighty seven hundred dollars? A lot. Like? Um extra eighty seven hundred, I can pay off my car. Mm-hmm. Just have an extra four hundred. That's not painful enough. People are people are trained to pay a car note. It's painful to me. Nope. People are paying to tra- uh, train to pay car? a car note. Huh? How much you owe your car? I got like eight thousand left. Oh my God. <laughs> do you mean your monthly income from this could have taken care of the whole payoff absolutely but I just my, my, like I said my thinking it's not painful enough yeah. people are trained to pay a monthly car note what else um my biggest goal for sure what I want to do like and I know I've made it is to buy a piece of land and I can create like this safe haven for kids and adults where they can kind of come and transform their lives how much does that cost I don't know. Okay. That's why you're not pursuing the goal. Right. You have this fictitious thing that you want to do, but you don't know what it takes to make it happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I want to purchase a million dollar house and I know that 20% out of my pocket is required, Mm -hmm. I know that I need to come up with $200,000 and then I can go and accomplish the goal. You have to not only write out what the goal is, like name-wise or categorically, what now has to happen What do I have to have in place for my credit? What type of additional assets do I have to show? How much money is it going to take for me? How many investors might I need? You have to have those things figured out because then you're not just working for some blanketed, I want to buy this community, blah, 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 you know, situation, which is great. It's I need $183,000 in order to make this happen, right? $8,700 a month is going to get you there a whole lot faster than $300 a month. Right. And then it has to be something else because right now you're letting these little kids down easily. You go to sleep Hmm. easily at night. So that's not it either. I think even going a little deeper, let me, let me ask you what, what's something that you've committed to right now is okay. And you're doing great at that. Thank you. Well, well, I've seen you commit a couple times. Sure. How long has this commitment been? So far, how long have you been on this particular path? Year and a half, two. Year and a half, two? Like on and off, back and forth, yeah. No, no, I'm, <laughs> talking, I'm talking about <laughs> on. Mm-hmm. on I'm, forget the off, on. On, I've been on for like two months now. Two months. Actually, not a lot. Six months. Six and months. I started in the summer. And I've been going hard since then. I've, no, I've been going hard and... The diet has been offered. The working out has been consistent. I work out three days a week, no matter what. So if the diet is off, yeah. and we know that diet... No, it was off. I'm back on my diet. So How long have you on. been but here's, on the here's, diet? Here's, here's, the, here's the root. Here's the root. And I want you... And it's, this is like a conversation that you're going to have to have with you. Mm-hmm. But um, there's... You have to like to start to look at your patterns. Yeah. Like looking at over the last year and a half or... However long you've been like on and off with the journey or I'm committed, 
But all right, I have a little cheat meal. How many cheat meals have we had throughout the year? That's always going to throw us off for a while. And then we get to a point where like, all right, I've been, I'm too far left. I'm going to start over. And it's the starting over and then like teetering off, then starting over and then teetering off. And eventually, if I was going to be, if you were going to be honest with yourself, what is the likelihood that you're on your, you're, you're on your journey right now? What is the likelihood that you're going to teeter off? Mm in the next few months. What's the likelihood? So it's not, bro, it's not about the money. It's not about the Patreon. It's not about the $8,700 a month. It's not about your car. It's not about your diet. It's not about working out. There is something inside of you that will not allow you to commit. Mm. Whether we're talking about relationships, right? And you can't control like relationships that don't work out or whatever, but we, we can't ignore the pattern. There's always these patterns and once I decided to commit, everything starts to grow. And just in, in my life, once I look, I, I put it on Instagram, I said, listen, I am a podcaster now. Everything is about podcasting. That's my whole life. And so committed that I'm able to cut off some other income streams. And we start talking about doing challenges. What challenge am I going to do? Launch a podcast challenge. Every, everything I do. We're in this class right now and I call you like, yo, it's time to podcast. Let's go. We made this decision this morning, right? We bought the flight because there's, there's something that won't allow me to not do the thing that I'm committed to. Well, you know, I think in all fairness, one percenters are one percenters for a reason. Mm. And it's because one percenters are willing to follow through and do what is required. Yeah. And then you have your top 3%, your top 10%. And I think in all fairness, not everybody is going to be a one percenter. And sometimes when you have friends like us, right, who are highly ambitious and very goal-driven, um, it becomes uncomfortable to be around people like us. And maybe because we're so goal-driven, we want you to be, but how we motivate him doesn't work for him. But right. wait, one, wait, 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 one wait. thing I will say though, real quick, is we've seen a drastic improvement. And he's on. I, this yeah. is what I'm saying. He's on a journey. He's on a path. I'm not about drastic. He's he's definitely on drastic. a path, and it's going to be conversations like this that continue to push it. But on the other hand, we have to be responsible with how we push him. And honestly, this year Joe has been made very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he good. He good. it has it has worked in his detriment. Because now when when Joe was hustling and trying to get off that job, his work ethic was something completely different. His motivators were something completely different. It might not have been the money, but it was you getting off that job that you no longer wanted to be on, a motivator. And you gradually increased the goal. We gradually encouraged him. Joe has been through my program, kind of gave up on that. So it's not... <laughs> Um, Joe is Joe is a starter. He's not a finisher. But but just how we have to learn how to love people in their love languages, we have to also as leaders understand what motivates you. And it's we've had these kind of conversations so many times. It's it's not going to be this conversation. But I think it is. Mm, I don't. I think it. Is. Yo, we listen. Let's we, put some money on it. Well, so, I don't. Nope. I don't know if I'm betting on... Let's put some money on it. Is this the conversation well, that no, gets Joe, no. that gets Nunu? Well, we won't, we won't know. I we won't say, know. I would say out of all the conversations we've had, this one feels different. 
Like this one's like literally striking a nerve in my stomach. I yeah. see it on your face. Yeah. Like it's literally like striking a nerve and I'm literally like going to listen to this conversation over and over. So and what does it make you want to do right now? It makes me want to hit the stop button, kick y'all out. <laughs> <laughs> go to work. It's like really go to work. Like seriously, I'm like tonight I'm going to be up like really writing this stuff. I've never really, we had, we had this conversation what, two days ago? Yeah. And about just, just finances. Like you never, they said, you know, you never really reach your goal because you don't write the number down. Like I can say all day, I want a million dollars. But I don't write down how to reach the million dollars. What's step one? What's step two? What's step three? But now I'm really, like, this one's hitting me and it's fe- I'm feeling different. But I don't want this feeling to be just a moment. Like, yeah. I want this to be a long-lasting feeling that every day I wake up, I have this gut feeling like, yo, you're not going hard enough. You need to do more. Mm-hmm. What are three goals that you want to commit to in front of all the thousands of people who are going to watch this? that we can hold this time next year, we come back, we have the same conversation. What are the three big pillar goals that we're adding on? And you can add to it, but give me three now. Three right now. I want to have 100000 in my savings account. Um, okay. I want to have lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one is I want to have my parents in a position to where finances is no longer an issue. And I'm working on that right now, actually. So those are like my top three goals that I like. Just kind of. Are you working on it right now? Actually, yes. My mom had a conversation this morning, and we're actually a few steps. We had a conversation with the city in regards to our home health care business that we want to start. Mm-hmm. So we're close to actually getting that taken care of, and then um, home health care businesses they need cash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need investment. Did you get you get approved yet? That's what we're. That's what we had a conversation about this morning. Yeah, we're right? uh, we're, we're waiting on our yeah. paperwork. Come waiting on paperwork from the city and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But here's here's what I think, because we've had a lot of conversations sure. over the that, years, that's right? Yeah, yeah. But we can see the small improvement. It's not like, I mean, you never know which one, which conversation changes everything, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the accumulation of being in an environment. That's why these. I tr- I truly believe you can get rich by default if you just hang around it long enough, mm-hmm. because you'll have enough of these conversations. Mm-hmm. It'll feel a certain way. And, and you'll lose the motivation, but that's why you got to go to church every week because you'll feel a certain way. And it doesn't change who you are or change your character, but it's the week after that and the week after that. That's why you got to keep going to conferences because you don't know which conference, which event, which mastermind, which workshop is going to be the one that changes. But it's, the, it's, it's all of them together that you take little pieces from. And you don't even know that you're taking a piece from it, but it's affecting you because you're just in the environment. And if you stay there long enough, I don't care if you're not money motivated, but if you, I would probably say that you are more money motivated. You have higher money goals now compared to last year because you're around it. And I don't care. Your environment will change you before you change it. I don't care who you're talking to. That was a bar. I have bars every now and again. Mm Mm-hmm. But your environment will change you before you change it. I don't care if you're how how much of a leader you you are. If you hang around followers long enough, or if you hang around gossipers long enough, if you hate gossiping but you hang around it long enough, you will find yourself. Yo, no, I did see so and so, and you won't you won't even know it. You won't even know it. So I'm I'm telling you, Joe, that this is going to be another one. You might you might have to. Miss the goal and then see we run it up to 10,000 people and that joint's making $100,000 a month and you like, I could be making $30,000 a month and that might be the thing to say, okay, I got to stop missing out on opportunities. 
But you, I think at the root of it, we got to identify, and it's not just you anymore, but I think at the root of it, we got to identify our patterns. Mm -hmm. We got these patterns. If I don't change my pattern, let's say with my, uh, with my wife, and I'm, I'm work, I am conscious of it now. I'm working on it. If we get into it, I go into a hole and I just don't talk to her. Yes, he does. For like a couple days at a time. It's like, I mean, not, I don't talk to her at all. She's like, can you hold the baby? I'm like, yeah, I got it. He does not right, cool. talk to her. It's not, it's, no, it's, it's not silence, but it's, it's very, it's very passive aggressive. Do you want something to eat? No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> you don't initiate not any conversation. I, I'm not rude. You know You're what just mean? responding. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm just responding. No. But I know that that's one of my patterns. But because I'm trying to be a better man, and I'm trying to be a better husband. I'm trying to be a better father. And I want to be the person that when people look up at me and say, yo, I admire you. I want you to admire me, not just for my ability to teach entrepreneurship and business and stuff, right? So this is, this is one of the patterns, and this is a struggle for me. It's not, it's not easy because if somebody does something to me and I don't like it, I have no problem never talking to you again. That's my pattern. But I can't live life like that. Okay, so... What are you doing? I, I'm, I acknowledge it now. And it's not for a week anymore. You know what I mean? Okay. Acknowledgement so is not enough. But my wife will tell you I'm getting better. But what are you doing? Share it with us. You, you highlighted a, a habit that you have to break. What I are some am, practical things for another man who's watching this who throws temper tantrums like you do? Um, it's definitely a temper tantrum problem. Mm -hmm. It's what like are, pouty. It's like, it really is like a, it's like being a brat. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'll call David and I'll be like, so, talking to your wife? She called you. <laughs> You're my friend. <laughs> she yeah, called you. But I, I mean, I just, I, I slowly warm back up to initiating conversation. But and what I, are I'll you? Walk in, so this, this a, I, don't, I don't know if I, I don't have the answers, but I know I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go in the house and I'm going to talk to her. So I'll go in reluctantly and say, hey, how's it going? Or no, I'll say something like, how's your day? <laughs> Mad dry. Why y'all laughing at my pain? I'm trying. You know what I mean? Don't. It is terrible, right? It's not it enough. Is, it is terrible. I do. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But that is my area of struggle. But for everybody that's listening, mm -hmm. you have a struggle that's equally hard to get over. Ain't nobody, I don't, ain't nobody here that everything, you are the person that you want to be. Yeah. So some of you have certain habits where you say, I'm, I'm, I'm done drinking, but you always go back or I'm, you might struggle with, um, masturbation or something like that, where that's you, that's your struggle. And we say, well, David, that's terrible that you don't talk to your wife. That's my struggle. That's, mm -hmm. that's the, the cross that I have to bear. And I'm open and honest to talk about the things that I struggle with. The good, the thing is not everybody has the microphone, so you can't share your struggle. That's right. And I would bet that there's nobody here that has a, a, a struggle that's, um, that's easier or not as important as mine. So my, my try is I'm going to go in and I'm going to say something. That's how I try. And eventually, we've been married for three years and I got some, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting better and I'm getting better in a whole lot of other areas of my life where I, I used to just work all night 
But I come home now. I'm four or five o'clock. Sunday, if we have a family day, I'm home Sunday. There's a whole lot of things that I could be doing, but I commit to that. So I don't, we all have a struggle, but don't feel bad, Joe, because we all have a struggle, but we got to be transparent and open about it. Yeah. No amount of money makes you struggle any less either. Yeah, Your struggles sure. are just different. 100%. So some people are like, oh, you can have all these struggles, but you make seven figures. Yeah, but then you have other things that you're worried about, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you are making seven figures and you're surrounded by a bunch of people who don't really care about you. They care about the opportunities that you could bring. Like that's a really, really low feeling too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think becoming is a strong theme for what we've talked about today. Um, It's not about the trying, which is what I was trying to break you from saying. I'm trying to become a better husband or I'm trying to communicate better or whatever it is. It's It's about becoming. You have to decide to become. And that's why I had so many affirmations for this year because it wasn't about being a better husband. It's about becoming the man who is a better husband. It's about becoming the woman who is a better leader, becoming a woman who uh, can attract a relationship, a healthy relationship, becoming the woman who can make seven figures, becoming the man who has integrity and just does what he says he's going to do. Because sometimes you don't need motivation, you just need integrity. And integrity is about doing what you said you were going to do. But it's not as easy as... Becoming is a hard job. It, very hard. It's 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 a it's a mountain to climb. Very very you know hard. I mean? So I, uh, I mean, so right now I I am I can say that I'm putting effort towards it. I don't get it right, but um, I'm 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 putting effort. Do we ever it. get it one hundred percent right? Like, do we know someone who's super health conscious that never has a bad day? Do we know someone who's an amazing husband or wife that? never steps out of boundaries and, you know, pushes the envelope. You never really get it 100% of the way right, but you shouldn't be getting it 100% of the way wrong either. Mm, that's a fact. What's, what time is the food place is closed? Because I really want to go. It's over? Or? No, no. Nothing that's... No. There's an open table at There's got to be some, something out. Maybe tw- Krabby's closed? Krabby closed at 10. But there's something that's closed at 12, I'm sure. What about room service? We could just be outside. You know what I mean? We could go hit Tampa. Who with it? Y'all with it? We take some Ubers or something? (laughs) Y'all ain't with it? You with it, kid? Oh, look. They're oh Bahama Breeze. What time? Where is it? 10.30 and 11 o'clock. It's in Tampa. How far is it? 16 miles. Dang, there's nothing over here. Y'all got something to do? I mean... Yes, we got things to do. All right, anyway, let's wrap up with this episode, man. Are we done? We're done here? Um, I think we're done. What do you guys think? Is there anything that you like what share? Because you guys who are listening in or watching this, you can't see the audience, but we have a microphone right up here and we're in a room full of six and seven figure entrepreneurs. And I think it's always important, like one of our givebacks that we have to be as successful people is uh, an example. Which means we're not going to eat which means that we are going to eat. We still have time. But if we could hear from two or three people who are brave enough to share, what are you becoming? What is either something, some pattern that you have to break? uh, And what are you breaking it to become? Come on, grab the mic right here. (laughs) My name is Sanchez Berry. I would say my pattern is giving only about 85 to 90%. 
I know I can go to 120. That's why I'm coming to this conference so that I can learn how to give 120. Because yeah. I know if I get 120, all my dreams and goals are right there. For but sure. Some days you wake up, you be like, do I want to do it? Do I want to go as hard as I say I want to go? Mm-hmm. So either change what I want or change what I say I want. Mm. Real quick before you go. So you want to give 120% in what specifically and to become what specifically? Um, I would say giving 120%, um, trying to make my financial goals come true. Um, I say I want to get it, but some days I just wake up not, not giving that effort. But what does it mean to give effort? We um, got to get re- real specific. I would say putting in those hours. Putting Doing. in those hours. Um, watching watching stock charts and okay. learning new material. Okay. Sometimes it just get boring and it just seems repetitive, but you got to just stay in the grind. Until yeah. But if you it. could give 85 to 90%, 75% of the time, what would you become? I would become the man I need to become for my family. To, Which is? Um, a provider to help millions of people become um, financially stable and build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. So without me putting that 120% up there, I feel like I'm letting the people down. So That's it right there. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. So you every time down, you're... Mm-hmm. these people? You guys, real quick. David always talks about me cutting him off. He's done it like five, six. Cole, am I lying? He's done it like five, six times. I think it's it's that man-woman thing. I'm not going to put it out there, but I... Okay. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nope. I lost my thought. Go ahead. What was the question? Please respond to the king. (laughs) (laughs) Who are the people, though, that you're letting down? Um, I would say my wife, my mm. son. But doesn't that make a difference? Yeah. Y'all, I'm letting people down. But when you have to say, I'm letting my son down. Mm-hmm. I'm letting my wife down. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to call her and say, y'all, I'm letting you down. Or you got to like look your child in the face. How old is your son? She just cut me uh, off. Six she months. just cut me mm-hmm. off. Did y'all see that? Did I y'all did. Kiss? So <laughs> one of the mindset shifts that... I like to practice and I teach my clients to practice. Like when they come and they haven't shown up for themselves, I always want to find out who you're doing it for. In your case, you're doing it for your son and your wife. So every single day that you wake up that you don't give your 120% is a choice. Is it not? It's a choice. So the next time you pick up your son on a day that you're not giving 120%, I want you to wake him up in the morning and say, oh, my baby, I'm choosing not to set you straight today. Mm. Um, You know what? I love you so much, but I'm just choosing not to do this for you today. Because it's not for you. It's for them, right? So when I was on that grind at the time to become a multiple six-figure income earner, because I figured if I could make multiple six figures, then I at least have enough money to pay for my daughter to go to whatever college she wanted to. And I refused to be the only parent because she has a flu- parent uh, friends with affluent parents. She wasn't going to be the only one. Yeah who didn't get to choose. And I could not look at her and say, you know what? The reason that you can't go to the college that you want to go to is because I cho- I didn't choose you. So it's not that, man, I just know that I could show up and I can do things differently. No, call the spade what the spade is. Today, I didn't choose you, wife. See how that flies over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much, man. Good, Very good. welcome. All right. Anybody Good else? Fun. One more brave enough to just share. Can we find more. out what time the place closed here, though? At least. Cole is like, I am not going up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. We have anybody over here brave enough? I mean, it's look. This is 
The reason that we are all excelling at the levels that we're excelling is because of the rooms that we are choosing to sit in. And sometimes it's our own peers that can give us that one piece of advice or thing. Like I want to give them the advice like at dinner. You know what I mean? I couldn't be the only non-seven-figure income earner in my circle. That would hurt. I couldn't be. (laughs) I couldn't be. These guys would never let me hear the end of it. When I made six figures in a day, David said, hmm. Neil said, why didn't you do five? Donnie, it's you. You could have done $500,000. Just go back and do a repitch. Do it again. Yo, it's so crazy because I know she's way better at all of the stuff than me. She's better at teaching, better at like, like, uh, like pre- pre- presenting the offer, like crafting all. I know she's better at all of that stuff than me. So that's, that's the only reason I'm like, really? You feel, but. And so then it made me feel like crap. So then I had to say that my first million dollar day, I had to, I had to, I had to declare that and it will happen. It's, it is, it's already happened. Like, it's happened. I see it, like... You want to compete? You, whatever. Like, what the first million dollar day? No, well, no, because my date is March. You're not pressuring me into that. What you mean? My date is, when's your date? I don't, I don't even have a date yet. You want to do it next month. Yeah, but you should want to do it next month, too. I do want to do it You're next gonna month. You're going to do all that you can next month, anyway. I'm going to give it all You're that gonna I say have. By, okay, so... By March. By March, yeah. okay? So, so what I happens... Said it, let me tell you this. So I decided this year that I wanted to make a million dollars and I realized, you cut me off, I never got to tell my story and I just won't now. <laughs> but I realized that it wasn't a million dollars that I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. It wasn't seven figures that I want to make. It's seven figures that I want to have. Yeah. It's seven figures that I want to possess. So the goal is different now. Yeah. The goal is different now. But I think both of us need to do it by March. So it doesn't yeah, have to be a de- first. It doesn't have to be a first. We declared seven figures in March of this year. We might be on to something with this March it's February. thing. It's February. Dang. But what I'm saying it is... aired in March. Both, we just got to I'm making stuff so up. I don't know. Both of us just do it by March, okay? It doesn't have to be a first or a second. Okay. Just We just got to do it by March. If we don't, we just got to mm-hmm. set some consequences. But if we do, what's the reward? We never celebrate. We never celebrate. We never celebrate. We're going to celebrate. What are we going to do? I don't know. So my wife might be listening to that, like, oh, I want one too. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, so. I don't want a thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a thing. I want an experience. Yeah, I, mean, I want something sure. big. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure when it out. When I do dinner. it, we do Ghana. Nope. All right. So this episode All right, you is guys, This has by... been another fabulous edition <laughs> this of ep- the Social Proof Podcast. Are you going to do it? This episode, I was it. doing it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> This one more thing. I just, <laughs> this has been another amazing edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Joe, we love you. We do. We really do. And we see so much potential mm-hmm. in what you do. Like in the short period of time that you've been a full-time entrepreneur, you've been doing numbers. Yeah. So much so that you can't even like, as a courtesy, bring me non-tap water. Um, just, you know, it's just things that he told no, me. I thought that was cool. He had a little tap cup with the... I thought hold on, that, I thought hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, you've been getting Pellegrigio every episode. <laughs> I bought a case specifically just for you and I. You were so sweet, but you did tell me that you were brand new. I am. Pellegrigio. 
It's Pellegrino. I didn't oh, want. We already okay. went hard. Okay. I didn't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pellegrino. Whatever. You just got a couple dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't there yet. We love you, and we want to see you be a seven-figure income earner. I appreciate y'all. But you got to want it. I don't want you to be what you don't want to be. This conversation brought me to an event that David had some months ago. Jo- no, I don't yes, want the story. Um, this yeah, nah, episode, nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. Tell me more. Get this story. Tell me more. Um, you had an event. <laughs> Matter of fact, Cole was there. Cole was there. I was going to be quick. You had an event at um, Crab 404 in Roswell. Mm-hmm. And everybody there was like six and seven figures for mm-hmm. earners. You might have been there too, right? Mm-hmm. And I was the only one. I was like 30,000 at the time. And I felt so small. Mm-hmm. And Yo, G. Brian came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, like... I feel just so small in this room. Like, I don't, I think it was so bad to the point I didn't want to talk to nobody. Mm. And it, that's just, it just reminded me of that time and that feeling that I had again. Mm. But you're the man now. I you could just be uh, what, what, what I think the ultimate overall thought here is you've reached a certain status and we don't want you to stop there. Mm-hmm. If you got here, you can double it and then you can double that and you can double that. Just got to do the work. And you know what's 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 crazy is businesses can outgrow people if the people don't grow with the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm now I I love you like a brother, but the where where the company is going, everyone has to grow because I can't. That's why I say yo by by January it got to hit a certain number because now it's it. It's holding us back. You feel me? So, like, you have to continue to grow with the company. We just, we, we not, we, we not sitting around just twiddling our thumbs because I know for where we going, I have to become more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you to that point, a company can also outgrow its CEO. A hundred percent. And the goal is the goal. Really, you want your company to outgrow you. Absolutely, you I would love to hire a more qualified your company CEO. to outgrow you. But oh. you don't want to be a part of a company and out and it outgrows you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I one hundred percent love to hire a CEO mm-hmm. that's way more talented, mm-hmm. and I could just have a vision and say, "Yo, just anyway." Are you gonna finish this spot? You're not are hungry, you? huh? I am starving. This episode, this has been another amazing edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Make sure you make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, yes. and sharing the podcast. And then we want you to do something different. Share your favorite clip from this episode and tag at Donnie Wiggins underscore. And this guy over here. We want to make sure that we are sharing this with all of your networks. Everybody who needs to see this. Yes. This is an entrepreneurship-based podcast, but we drop real-life gems. This episode is sponsored by... What you got? That was your whole... Mm-hmm. What okay. you got? This episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday, to teach, train, and cultivate entrepreneurs. Literally, there's five to 600... Well, between four and 600 entrepreneurs from all across the country on a call every single morning, Zoom call live, where I'm teaching, uh, my friend's teaching... Uh, Donnie's been on there a bunch of times. Um, But what's more important is the community that's built because, like, they're having their own meetups in their own cities. (laughs) You're feeling left out. They don't even invite me. You're feeling left out. But, um, yes, themorningmeetup.com. I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm willing to bet that if you join the morning meetup, you will stay 
for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I'm so confident that I'm going to let you join for just a dollar. One dollar trial for seven days. Join the community, jump in, see if you like it. If you love it, stay. It's $79 a month. Um, if you don't like it, you can leave. It's okay. No obligation. You could just leave and say, hey, this ain't for me. But we, we meet every single day at 8 a.m. and we're done by 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every single morning. And uh, we have a book club where everybody on this call reads the same chapter of the same book and we grow together. We've literally read 14 books this year mm. together as a community, hundreds of us. So uh, go to themorningmeetup.com. Um, I love to stay in touch with you. Send me a text message at 404-737-4935. That is 404-737-4935. Send me a text message. I'll keep you updated on all the, uh, all the podcast episodes that's coming out. Anything I'm just thinking in my heart and in my mind, I just send it out to you, okay? So um, go to themorningmeetup.com and text me. All right. This episode is also brought to you by Post to Paid, the only community that targets entrepreneurs or serves entrepreneurs who are struggling to connect with their audience on social media. So you've got this bright idea. You're ready to get your business rolling, but you realize that you're posting stuff that's just not connecting. It's not converting into cash. It's not growing you more followers. It's not closing the deal. You know what I've done? What'd you do? I eliminated the overwhelm associated with posting on your social media networks. What? Absolutely. What I have done is created a platform where I will text you directly to your phone every single day, including Sundays. Really? Three times a day. Interesting. It's getting so many results for people, helping entrepreneurs, even introverts to come out of their shell. People who are not introverts who just run out of things to say. Like, you need to be posting on your social media channels at least three times a day if you are serious about exposing your business at maximum capacity. You're right. I believe in this so much. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? Something that is a unique strategy. Tell me more. I'm letting them join for a dollar. One dollar? One dollar. I've got a dollar. Unique strategy. Interesting. One dollar, seven-day trial. If you like it, stay. It's 37. You gotta stop taking my pitches, Donnie. Like, <laughs> Don't yo, stop me. If you like it, stay. It's $37 a month. Literally $37 a month for you to get content, fresh content every single day, three times a day, and a monthly content training. I'm signing up right now. A monthly content training. You want a partner. I do want a partner. We'll talk about it. A monthly content training. So what I want you to do is text me 404-737-2767. I got to shout out the people who signed up for Black Friday when I dropped this $1 special who did the right thing. Mm -hmm. And they allow me to keep it open for you guys long term. So just keep doing the right thing and you can keep trying it out. Uh, More people can try it out for a dollar. This episode is also brought to you by... Six Figure Accelerator. It is the dopest platform that develops coaches and consultants from scratch. So you may be a successful entrepreneur. You may just know a thing or two and you want to teach somebody something, life coaching, business coaching, money coaching, relationship coaching, whatever it is. I help you to develop your coaching and consulting program from scratch. And we got a bunch of six figure income earners. I know it. I mean, a bunch of them. That's a fact. I'm talking about a bunch of them. A bunch of them. Joe is a dropout. But you can get that information by going directly to my website at www.sixfigureedu.com. That is www.sixfigureedu.com. Lucky for Joe, the doors are always open. 
bring yourself back. <laughs> there it is. Come on back, Joe. Crazy thing so, is, I just had your course open two days ago. Aw, good for you. I'm going to go and check your activity right now just to confirm that. <laughs> so, check it. All right, good stuff. All right, you guys, we are out of here. It's been real. Yes, sir. Right. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big-